Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome back. Um, this is Kia at On The Move By Faith podcast. If you are new, thank you so much for joining me at this point in time, at this um, season in your life. And if you have been following me since I started, I am so glad that you're back and here to listen. Okay, so I today I am going to talk about uh, my reflections on 30 Days of Faith. This is part two, okay? The last episode that I shared with you all was the part one of 30 Days of Faith, and I featured specifically my thoughts and reflections on days one, four, and five. So today, for part two of 30 Days of Faith, I am going to share my thoughts and reflections specifically on day nine and day 11. And if you haven't been following me in terms of the posts of 30 Days of Faith, it's not too late. If you have Instagram, the app, um, you'll be able to see the scriptures that are posted with brief reflections that I'm providing. And my handle is at the move by faith. Okay. And I'll talk more about some other locations later. So the first day, day nine, um, I'm going to go ahead and read the scripture. This is coming from Ephesians 2, 8, chapter 2, verse 8, the amplified version. I love the amplified version because it always breaks everything down. It reads, for it is by God's grace, God's remarkable compassion and favor drawing you to Christ that you have been saved. Saved meaning actually delivered from judgment and given eternal life through faith. There's that faith. And this salvation, the act of being saved from judgment, is not of yourselves, not through your own effort, but it is the undeserved gracious gift of God. Okay. So... Again, we need to continue to understand that, number one, God gives us grace. That's that unmerited favor, that the grace, being blessed to wake up on a daily basis, um, being in a position to be able to make our own choices. Sometimes the choices we make are not necessarily aligned with God. And we'll get, we'll get into that later, but God's grace, his compassion, right? And so when we talk about being saved, okay, so God sent his son, Jesus on earth, okay, to not only teach us and show us so many different things about the kingdom, the kingdom of heaven while he was here on earth. But he also sent his son to save us from our own sins. Okay. So sins in terms of things that we do wrong, 
um, our hidden biases, um, subconscious sins, okay? So anything basically that separates us from God. So his son was sent to save us. And for those who believe that Jesus Christ is Lord, meaning Jesus Christ is God, his spirit in the flesh of man, we are saved. We are saved from our sins. We are saved from judgment. And so with that being said, this salvation in Ephesians 2.8 that's being spoken about, this isn't anything that we can do on our own. This is nothing that we can do on our own. It doesn't matter how many good deeds or, you know, I took out the trash for my neighbor or either I shoveled the sidewalk. So now, you know, I'm good with God. And that that's not how this works because it doesn't matter. We can do so many good things, but if we have not accepted and believed that Jesus Christ died for our sins taken on all the judgment that we would receive then it, it it doesn't matter how many good deeds we do so once we make that decision to come into knowing who God is through Jesus Christ accepting him as our personal savior Hey, Lord, I trust you. I believe you. I want you in my life. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins so that I can be free from that eternal damnation, from the eternal judgment. Then we are made right. We're made in right standing with God. So one thing I do want to share with this is I was, and I talked about this earlier in one of my episodes um, in the beginning, and I grew up in church. So I spent a lot of time at church. Every Sunday I was there from a baby all the way up until I went away um, to college. And so I always knew, I always believed in God. I knew and I also believed in God. But that was as far as it kind of went. And I'll never forget this. I was, I might have been eight years old and I was at like this youth service. Okay. So if you haven't grown up in church, there are, um, <laughs> there's, you have a youth service, a youth church, um, activities for children, you know, ages, I would say at that time, maybe three all the way to 10 and then, or maybe three to 13. And then from there you get to teen, teen youth service. That's what it was called back in the day or teen church per se. And so at the age of eight, I think I said eight, y'all don't remember. It was around there. I, you know, I remember I was in a youth service was it? No, it wasn't a youth service. We were we were in a um, a later service, a 4 p.m. service. 
um, at my church that I grew up in, there were two services. There was a first service in the morning, a second service. And then if you stayed for the whole day on Sunday, then you had dinner at church. And then later on, there was like a four o'clock service. Okay. That was the culture and community of the church that I grew up in. And so I remember the music was going and, you know, the, um, preacher was preaching and, um, normally at the end of a, what we call a sermon, um, the taught word of God from the Bible, um, you there's, there's like an altar call where it's like, okay, if you're ready to give your lives over to Jesus Christ, come on up, you know, we're going to baptize you here and there. And there was like a, um, a very small, like baptismal pool. And, um, I remember I was sitting in the front and at the time I was in the youth choir cause we had sang for a four o'clock service. And I saw all my little friends, you know, running up and I was like, Ooh, okay, I guess maybe I should do this now. So it was a little bit of prayer. There was some peer pressure there. You know, this wasn't anything later on that I made. Well, later on I did make a serious decision, but at that time, you know, I was like, okay. So I went up, I got baptized. Um, and um, shortly after that, I had decided to accept Christ, you know, into my life and believing him as my personal savior in terms of God sending him to die on the cross for my sins. Um, and, but that was like really, you know, where it stopped, you know, in a sense. Um, there were different instances that I experienced, you know, from nine until 18 and so forth, um, as far as being in a place of, you know, hearing the still small voice that I've talked about earlier, you know, in my, my earlier podcasts of, um, you know, the Lord or the Holy Spirit leading me, you know, but I share all this to, to say that I really didn't get serious about my relationship with Christ until I went away to school. And I talked more about that in my earlier um, episodes. And so even though, I say this to say, even though, and if this was a similar experience that you've had, even though I made that decision to accept Christ into my heart at such a young age, I understood the part of like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm good with God, but that was it. You understand what I'm saying? It didn't mean that it didn't count per se, quote unquote. Um, the fact of the matter is that God saw that he saw me and he saw me take that step at nine. And he had an appointed time of, okay, he is going to develop and she's going to develop in her relationship with Christ at this particular time. So I say this to say, if you were in a similar situation like that, it's, it's not too late. It's not too late. If you were in a situation where, yeah, I was in church and yeah, I accepted Christ, but now I'm just, no, he, he has not forgotten who you are. He still knows who you are. He still has plans for you. So I encourage you, even if that means you need to go back and read over Ephesians 2, 8, where it talks about being made alive in Christ, that entire chapter. Um, 
But in particular, the verse eight, if that means you go back and read over it and pray and say, God, you know what? I know you still know me. I know that um, you have plans for me. I thank you that I am still looked at as far as being made righteous in you because I've accepted your son in Christ. Please forgive me for all the other decisions that I've made to stray away. Lord, I'm open now. That can be your prayer and you can quote unquote start again because he's there waiting. Now, if that's not your story, I highly encourage you to continue to seek to seek him out, to continue to seek God out. And again, read the scripture, Ephesians 2, verse 8, about what it means when we are saved, what that salvation means, meaning we are in right standing with God. He has taken care of our sins. We believe that through his son. Therefore, we are saved from that eternal judgment, which in that eternal judgment represents the sin right? Everything that separates us from God, because God is perfect. You can still do that. Okay. So the other day, I want to talk about what y'all briefly speak on is day 11. This is Ephesians 3.12. It reads, in whom we have boldness and confident access through faith in him. That is, our faith gives us sufficient courage to freely and openly approach God through Christ. So again, so this verse, it's amazing, y'all. I'm like just now, I mean, just the revelation even right now, y'all, connects with Ephesians 2, 8 of what we just talked about, being saved by grace, right? So after we've made the decision, okay, to welcome Christ into our hearts and to believe that God sent him to die on the cross for our sins, we can now approach him boldly. We don't need to be afraid. So that means any and everything that is on your heart and on your mind, you can talk to him about it without any type of fear. There's no fear. Because remember that faith, without faith, we can't please God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And so this brings me to a time in my life, you all, that I'm going to share with you where I, and this was a time where, yes, during, in my journey of Christ, meaning being saved. Okay. Um, if I would have like a bad week or what I deemed quote unquote as a bad week, meaning, okay, my mood was off the wall or either I wasn't being nice to people or, you know, I, didn't make a priority to pray as much as I should have, or I have neglected, you know, reading my Bible or whatever reason I would, I would allow that spirit of fear to just settle in 
And I would allow that. And I would be like, no, okay, I can't go to God because I haven't really prayed like in a week or in a while, or um, I didn't read my word. Instead, I decided to do this and I didn't read my word. So I can't talk to him about what's going on, even though y'all, he already knows what's going on in our life, right? (laughs) You know, I, I can't approach him, but you can, you know? And that was me not understanding who God is. Yes, there's this reverence that we do need to have for God. We do need to fear him. And when I mean fear God, I mean in terms of acknowledge and have a a high, utmost high respect for who he is. He's the creator of the universe. He's the creator of the heavens and the earth. He's the creator of man. Yes. But at the same time, if he's the creator of man, he created us in his image. He loves us. He wants to be close to us. Even in the times where we're just like, dude, like, God, I just messed up. I just snapped at my sister or either I just snapped at my friend and hung up on her. And yeah, these are true stories. Or I did not operate well in the situation that I was at work when I chose to continue to gossip, when I knew God was like, eh, 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 you need to leave. Even though that should not stop us from approaching the throne boldly, because he loves us. And because we have accepted Christ as our savior, we are in right standing with him. He's got it covered. Jesus Christ's blood has got it covered. He's covered all of our sins all of it. So when you feel as you're journeying with Christ, when you feel like, oh, I wasn't quote unquote the best, you know, I don't know, um, person of faith this week or what, you know, whatever you are thinking in your head that we all tend to, you know, get into with our minds. If you're thinking that it doesn't matter because you made that decision you are with right standing with God regardless. And he's still open and ready and waiting. You can approach him. You can say, okay, God, listen, it's been a minute. I need help with this. I'm thanking you ahead of time for even forgiving me for the fact that it's been a minute that I haven't been able, that I've not made the time to talk to you or read your word. You can still approach him boldly. So don't let that fear stop you. I used to do it. There were times where I would like go weeks and I'd be like, okay, well, I'm just not going to say anything to God because I think he's upset with me because I haven't communicated with him. No, he loves us. He's pleased with us because of the the decision. Yes, still communicate. Even when you're like, ooh, yeah, this wasn't a great week. I didn't spend a whole lot of time in prayer. Tell him that. Tell him that. Get back to that place. And I'm telling y'all, he will bless you. He will bless you with that peace that passes understanding. He will continue to reassure you through his word that he loves you and that he still has great plans for you. There is no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. 
I feel like that's the number one lie the enemy has the first thing we get up in the morning. And I'm sure you all have experienced this. The minute you get up in the morning, sometimes your mind likes to go back to everything you did wrong or everything you did wrong and didn't talk to God about. You have immediately, as soon as our feet hit the floor, we got to stop that. We got to say, nope, there is no condemnation in Jesus Christ because we are in a right standing with God and you shut it down and you keep it moving. And if those thoughts continue to rise, you keep saying there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. I am in right standing with God. I can still approach him boldly in the throne room. Okay, y'all, that's what I got. I can go on and on, but I wanna keep it here. Um, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Um, sharing this information truly blessed me. Um, prayerfully it blessed and encouraged you again. I was, um, I had referenced Ephesians 2, 8 and Ephesians 3, 12, um, for the day nine and the day 11. Um, if you want to follow the 30 days of faith that I'm doing, please hop on to Instagram. The handle is at the move by faith. If not, I do post some of the days on TikTok. My TikTok handle is at Kia D London. The website for more um, stories and for more um, encouragement pertaining to faith is onthemovebyfaith.com. And I am also on Facebook at On The Move By Faith. Thank you all once again um, for tuning in. And I will talk with you all soon.